just have a bunch of NBA talk to get to. Yeah. We have let things sort of progress and develop, and we're we're in the thick of it now. We are in a full NBA swing. Um, so obviously, the place to start with would be the conversation about early leading MVP candidates. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's only obvious or fair to open up with. Um, so I mean, we have a list here, and I, I it's I think it's appropriate given the sort of the conversations other folks have been having. Yeah. Um, that at the top of this list on our end is Luka Doncic. Well, I mean, I didn't exactly put compile the list in order. If I did, it would be configured a little differently. But Luka definitely is a standout. Um, for a second-year player to be producing like this, I haven't heard or seen anything like it since LeBron's second season in, yeah. in the league. Yeah. And, you know, he's 20 years old, and he makes me feel like I'm a failure at 21. So <laughs> just like like I'm not as athletically advanced as I should be. Or I mean, look. Like, I, I understand. He's he's different. He's just different, right? A lot, a lot of athletes such as him are and make people feel like that. Yeah. All right? So it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> but, it, like, at any point, he has the Dallas Mavericks in a great position right now. They're holding on to a playoff spot. He's been leading the way, even though his uh, running mate, Chris Dapsporzingis, hasn't quite been up to snuff so far in the season. Um, you got, you know, a supporting cast that really, like, when you think of it, isn't, like, the best to go around. Right. I mean, you just look at the Western Conference as a whole and, you know, like – Donovan Mitchell in Utah is a better supporting cast, even though they're not playing as well so far. You, uh, LeBron James, his supporting cast is playing great. Um, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, they have a great supporting cast with the Clippers. And you just look at Dallas and you just like, it's not exactly, they don't exactly match up. So for Luka to do what he's doing and leading the Mavericks into doing what they're doing, it's uh, it's been really impressive. Yeah, I would agree. Um, like every time I turn around, I, there's a there's a Luka Doncic highlight, but it's it's always in the context of yo, this kid can like yeah. it, it's always it's always within the context of genuine astonishment or mm-hmm. like this kid's got it. Like you don't you don't expect it. Like, you look at him, you don't necessarily think you know like multiple time NBA All Star mm-hmm. in the making or multiple time MVP, yeah. but. The numbers he's putting up, the, his style of play, the fact that he's leading this team the way he is, yeah. it definitely gives you, uh, like, you can't help but leave with that impression, is my point. Yeah, like, coming into the NBA, um, as he was about to get drafted, he was touted as, like, a prodigy, right? A yeah. basketball prodigy. Um, but, you know, he played in a different league uh, where it's not as hard as it is in the NBA. You know, there were a lot of questions uh, given – uh, like his size, the way that he looked, like his physique, basically, and uh, you know how he was going to transition into the NBA. But it's been practically seamless uh, since his arrival, and uh, yeah, that, like things have just been progressing well. It really makes you look back at the 2018 draft, though, and kind of just look at all the GMs. Like he didn't go first. That's uh, not great. He wasn't the first pick. He wasn't the second pick. He was the third pick and then got traded for the guy that was the fifth pick. But, yeah. You know. like it, it, it definitely comes off as an oversight. Um, I don't know if we could really blame anybody. And it's not like he got picked like 
last. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he and got I picked mean, third. But I mean, the two guys that are picked in front of him, they're like DeAndre Aiden's pretty good. Yeah, I don't watch Kings games or Suns games for that matter, but um, Marvin Bagley of the of the Kings, I haven't I haven't heard anything bad about him. Yeah, so I mean, it's hard. Like, and you get it. Like uh, the for the Suns, they went with the safer pick. DeAndre Aiden was great that year, and. Um, for the Kings again, they had they had two guards already. So yeah, uh, at that point, De'Aaron Fox and uh, Buddy Hield, of course, Buddy Hield, who's having a great year as well. Um, so yeah, you kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like this kid could be MVP in his second year. Yeah, that there's not there's not a lot of players who you could say that about uh, there, there, in any era. Like no, 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 there isn't a player you could say that about ever. Now that his chances of actually winning MVP compared to the other three guys that we're going to get to, not very favorable. But yeah, he's up there, and just and the that fact that something. he's up there is like that is a compliment and a as a statement in and of itself when you talk about yeah. Luka Doncic. Most second year players have like the issue of trying to drag their team to being respectable. This guy is drag- dragging his team to like high playoff positioning and you know potentially a deep run in the playoffs that like that really says something yeah what is it so hang on so basic at, at this point you expect players and like you said second year give it the the high school or college analogy you expect them to have their sophomore slump you accept you expect them to kind of fall like it like kind of like readjust and like okay, they came in hot. It didn't amount to all that much, and now mm-hmm. they're playing whatever, whatever it is. You expect them to sort of not necessarily regress, but even if they maintain the same, it's like that's yeah. considered a sophomore slump. Well, yeah, basically, he like didn't. To, he, he's not doing that. He's yeah getting better. Yeah, it's basically like you expect like to still be a work in progress as he like gets to his prime years. Yeah. You know? Like he he rises, he learned, he picks up a few things. Like he's still doing that, but he's still playing great in the process. So it's 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 kind of astounding. Like you look at guys like Trey Young, like the way he's leading his team. Like he's playing great. His team is garbage, right? So that's kind of that's kind of sort of where you expect like uh, even the best of rookies to be at this point in their careers. And so for Luca to be at the point where he is right now, it's it's something. Uh, mind you, still early in the season. Long ways to go. There are teams in the West that started out slow. Things look to be improving, so we'll see. But thus far, you got to have Luca amongst the MVP conversation. Way too early MVP conversation. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I yeah, I'm always the first one to complain about how early uh, people in sports commentary and sports journalism and sports media how early they love to get into that MVP debate. Um, we're having it because you know what? It's it's the first episode back. Yes. Let's you know, let's 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 talk the talk. But um also, like, you know, when like when the NBA is not around, it's it's just so boring. Especially when you're not a, as big a fan of, of the other sports league around, like you're not into baseball or soccer or or hockey or football or stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's it's a grind, man. After free agency you just you just kinda like drag yourself throughout the rest of the summer. And waiting for the new season to begin, so yeah. it's just so. Once we get there, we we want everything. Yeah. We want it. We All want MVP ones. talk. We want rookie of the year talk. We want most improved player talk. We want NBA champion talk. It's like case in point, like how everyone feels about the Lakers already. Mm-hmm. 
well, not everyone, but like a significant some of people within the NBA community, like how they already feeling about the Lakers this far this season. We're gonna get to that a little later, but this is these are this is what I mean. Yeah, it's like, and it, and you know, in fairness, th- these are the type of conversations that people tend to have going into the holiday season, and then again, you know, going into All Star break. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fairly commonplace for these things to happen. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it it's fun no matter how how you slice it. So just kind of continuing in that same vein. The other folks we have on this list, and just in addition, excuse me, to Luka Doncic, um, is obviously LeBron James, right. uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and James Harden. Um, that's a pretty stacked list. Um, you yeah. have Giannis, the reigning MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. He's the reigning MVP. LeBron, who's, I mean, come on, he's the LeBron. perpetual MVP candidate. Yeah, the guy who has a legitimate case to have won it every year for the past twelve. 13 maybe years yeah somewhere around there yeah um and then of course james harden who it it, like this kind of captures the whole thing he's almost he's averaging borderline 40 points so (laughs) there there's a well he's bordering on 40 points yeah there there's plenty to sort of dive into when you look at each of the their teams um, and the situation that they're in, and in terms of like when their contracts are up, and who they play around, and all these different things, and dynamics that exist between the players and the other teams, and history. Like, there's a lot to sort of dive into. But see, like, let's see if we could maybe isolate the their play. You already mm-hmm. mentioned James Harden, how he's almost averaging 40 points a game if he's not already there. Yep. How? <laughs> like, well, what? I mean. You know how, like, back in Kobe's prime, we kind of used to, like, call it, like, make this joke about the Kobe system, give Kobe the ball and get the hell out the way? Yeah. It's the Harden system. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Even Russ gets out the way. He's just like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I I mean, mean, it seems to be working in terms for Harden's uh, numbers anyway. I I mean, more often than not, he generates points, whether it's actually scoring or getting a, drawing a foul and getting to the line. Yeah. If it works, it works. Now, the thing is, people, and this will ha- this will come up again once we get closer to actual voting time and the end of the season, mm-hmm. and regular season, I should say. Um, but people start saying how most valuable player, and they start putting a lot of caveats, or they put a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, qualifiers. Right. They put a lot of qual- qualifiers. Okay, so... What does it mean to be the most valuable player? So is it valuable to the team? Is it valuable to the league? Is, is it that you've generated the most wins because of your play? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll get well, into yeah. all that. So sort of pre- preemptively getting into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I, I could probably should go ahead and look at uh, the Rockets record there. But, I mean, you could probably speak to this better than I can. Yeah. What, uh, what, what has his play done for the team at the very least? Well, I mean, he's been... Uh, well, obviously, their main source of offensive production. Um, and, yeah, beyond that, it's just – like, I mean, it, it kind of alleviates the pressure on everyone else to produce because you know he's going to bring it – he's going to bring that type of effort every night. He might not be the most efficient performer mm-hmm. on a given night, but he's bound to give you at least – Another qualifier, points. yeah. Efficiency. Well, yeah, that's become a real big thing because NBA stats has grown and it's uh, – Become a bit of a monster. Well, yeah. Yeah. And fairly so. I mean, like they 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 do stand for something positive. Yeah, like they're like they're not the end of be all. Like it it can be a useful. These can be useful metrics, especially for like 
yeah. the front office and all that. Yeah. Um, but but um, the reason I kind of wanted to get into that sort of early on is because despite the fact that he's probably averaging most points out of every other player. Oh, yeah. Um, the Rockets are fifth. In the West? In the West. Behind... It, is, it is the West, but they're yeah. behind the Lakers, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Lakers obviously have LeBron um, and AD. Clippers have uh, Kawhi and uh, Paul George, who we should pro- we may you know get into that a little bit because they haven't played all that much together. I know they are playing more together now, but mm-hmm. they're second. Yeah. Which we should talk about that team and get they're them. Moving, they're moving on their own accord quietly. Yeah. Um, and then third place is the Nuggets, which. Almost comes as a surprise to me, but not that much of a surprise. Yeah. And then the the Mavericks, who obviously have Luka Doncic. Oh, okay. wow. All right. I didn't even know they were fourth. Yeah. The the Mavericks uh, have a record uh, 15 and 6. All right. Rockets are 13 and 7. All right. And they're playing the um, Raptors as we speak. Okay. You think we'd be watching that, but no. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, who rounds out the West? Top eight? Um, so it's Rockets at five. Oh, hell. Uh, Jazz at six, okay. Timberwolves at seven, and Suns at eight. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Damn, what's up with the Trailblazers? Uh, we was we kind of hot on them too. Like actually, if I'm but, yeah, being honest, I mean, again, really slow start to the season. Some injuries kind of yeah. hampered them. I mean, Zach Collins is out. Yusuf Nurkic is out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like beyond that, it's hard to get a depth off the bench because some of the guys they picked up in the off season they haven't performed as they hoped. So. Yeah. They're, just, they're just trying to like get it get it all together. I I, I think the Blazers will get back into it. Yeah, That's there's it. there's also the fact that I mean some of these teams literally just broke twenty games, uh, in yeah. terms of like, well the games that they've played. Yeah, you know what I mean some some teams are a little bit over, but it's still it's it's a decent sample size. Yeah, we've hit one of the checkpoints. Yeah, it's a decent sample size in a se- in a season of eighty two games, but it's not big enough because like no nah, i i for, personally i was i would say it's not it's not a big enough sample let's maybe get well, 10 yeah. more in there and then we can start extrapolating yeah like, or rather once we get to the next checkpoint hit when they hit like halfway through the season like 41 games yeah that's that's when we're like all right we got a better idea what this team is but, yeah you know even at that point it's not over because i remember a couple of years ago and a bit of a tangent here uh miami started 11 and 30 Right, they were like the worst team in the East at that at that point, and I think there were talks about you know just completely blowing the team up. They finished the second half of the season, forty one and forty one, which means they went thirty and eleven the rest of the way. So you really just never know. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. Missed the playoffs via tiebreaker, so which is kind of messed up, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting back to the MVP conversation. Yeah, so uh, Harden in particular, like I, I was curious because well, you you have seen that before, where you know there's one player on the team who's mm-hmm. like phenomenal and great, and yeah. the team. I mean, we have plenty of examples of that, and we have Allen Iverson in particular. It mm-hmm. comes to mind, but I mean, there's plenty others. Right. Um, Kobe in '06. Yeah. '07. You have Russ in 2017. Uh, there's probably one before that where it was just one guy, just like he stood out above the rest. Some occasions that guy won the MVP. Other times he didn't. I mean, typically the MVP kind of boils down to it's not about your value to the league. All right, whoever says that is just no. That's not yeah. I, I never actually agree with that. Right. The, mm, yeah. 
It's like, you know, LeBron's been the most marketable player in the league since he was like, since since like 2005. How can he not be the league's MVP? It was like pretty easily his team's not playing that great, but that's just an example. Yeah. Well, not 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 this year, of course, but uh, just an example for like past arguments made. Um, yeah, it really boils down to like the argument between like the guy who's clearly producing the most out of any star player for his for his team, even though the team's record isn't all that great. Like Russell Westbrook in 2017 when he won his MVP award, he yep. averaged a triple double. He had 40. He broke the record. He had 41 of them. It was the first time anyone did it in like 60 years. But his team was sixth. They didn't even win 50 games. They lost in the first round, but he, he still deserved it, right? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, a guy who's just having a great season on the like one of, if not the best team in the league throughout the regular season, like Giannis last year, right? He put up great numbers, led the team in, I think, every statistical category again. And, well, the Bucks had the best record in the NBA. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. Yeah. So, so it, kinda, it usually boils down to that. Yeah, and that that's why I, I went out of my way just now, just to really look at where they stand. And that's why I went on that tangent about sample size and all that. But just yeah. to see where they are now, since we're having these too early conversations about MVP, mm-hmm. uh, I, I th- if this was it, then I think this would be the reason why James Harden would not win MVP. Well, yeah. Because his team... They, like they don't have a losing record, but they're fifth. But they're fifth. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. I mean that was kind of the case last year. The Rockets finished in fourth, but James Harden averaged like thirty six a game. Uh, he was he was putting up monster numbers, especially down the stretch in the regular season. But you know Giannis had did what he did, and his team was the best in the league. And so like it was kind of like a divided front. For everybody, like you were either Harden or you were Giannis, and it was kind of the same explanation: best player on the best team, or just best statistical output by an individual throughout the season. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair. I mean, like I think it was the same debate with uh, Kobe in '06 versus Nash, Steve Nash. Yeah, right when uh, when he won, I think it was the second MVP that Steve Nash won. It was like best player on the best team or best statistical output. So. It's kind of looking like it might stack up again, like that again, and it might be Harden versus Giannis. But you know, you got Luca and Bron in there to kind of put their little challenge in. Yeah, yeah. With Luca, it's almost kind of the same story as Harden, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it it's a little bit different. Be- well, first off, Luca, his team is ahead of Harden, so I, that's an yeah. argument in favor of him. But it's still fourth, and yeah, you know, like again, small sample size. It's still early. Yada mm-hmm. yada yada. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just it's 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 different because Luca doesn't have the same caliber of talent that Harden has mm-hmm. on his team. Well, that, so uh, like, I would say that's debatable. Yeah, like I, I don't want to be down on on the Mavericks too on too hard because it's not like they don't have a good team. I mean, they're fourth in the West. You know what but, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're in the top half of the, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to be down on them. I don't want to like make it seem like super, like oh, like it's not even comparable or no, no, no. But like, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a layman. I could not name you their starting five. Who Dallas is? Yeah. I mean that's fair, but like you look at Houston, it's like okay, you got Russ, Harden, Capella, 
Gordon. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's kind of like, but like that's like too better than I, I mean, could P- do for P- the map. I mean, PJ Tucker too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, shout out to that man. Yeah, but it's like you know their their bench is like full of guys. They literally pick up off off the street. All yeah. due respect to the bench. But Didn't like, Trevor Ariza on that team, or was he? Say what? Trevor Ariza on the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, as like he was on the 2018 team that won like 65 games yeah, yeah, to yeah. the finals but yeah since then he he left oh, okay okay that's what i thought i'm like no nah, i'm like i'm thinking about a previous season anyway but yeah uh no like they're like they're starting small forward i think is daniel house uh they have ben mclemore who's still in the league somehow jesus uh austin rivers another standout on the team just by name recognition mm-hmm. um but yeah, sometimes they run guys like Gary Clark and Isaiah Herrenstein, and I'm just like, who? Yeah. And that's with all due respect to those guys. I mean, clearly, if you're able to be in the NBA, you're a good basketball player, but it's like, who are these people? Yeah. Uh, Tyson Chandler at 37. Jesus. Comes off the bench for the, for them. Uh, who are these Tom Brady type people? I think they. St- I think Nene is still on the team, and he's 37, I think. Like. So. There's one person in the league who's allowed to be in the league this late, and that's Vince Carter. Everybody else, what are you doing? Well, I mean, you know, LeBron. All right. Yeah, LeBron too, but like, all right. Mellow. Exceptions. Jamal Crawford. All right. Damn it, you made your point. All right. I get it. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah, but, you know, that's just to say, like, you know, Rockets, they got they got players, but, I mean, not that many. Mm-hmm. And with Dallas, like, you, like, I can rip off some names. Like it's noticeable names, like they're, they they might not be the most productive or the most universally well known. Like if you're just a casual NBA fan, you right. probably just don't like you don't know, right? Uh, but yeah, you know, Luca Porzingis, uh, Marjanovic, uh, Delon Wright, Seth Curry, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dwight Powell, like they have, they have a bunch of serviceable players. Yeah, um, Courtney Lee. So. Yeah. yeah, it goes on, but you know it's Dallas. They yeah, don't really and again, I, I I don't want to disparage them or like you know say like oh my god this team is trash. Luke well, yeah. is carrying everybody on the on his back yeah. or whatever it is. The point you were making is that like you no no one else on that team really stands out for you, aside that's, from like maybe Porzingis. You know what I mean? Like th- that that's that's what it comes down to for me is that like at 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 this point, Luca's not carrying the team, but you can make the argument that he has thus far. No one else has really been stepping up to Thank the point you. where, like, like that, you know what I mean. Like, if you if you wanted to make the argument, you could, yeah. and it wouldn't be that hard. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like, at that like end result production, all credit would go to uh, Doncic, yeah. and and it, it's it's really it's really hard to put this in word. Like, it's almost because he, it's almost because he has to. But yeah. it's it's more like he's the guy that gets them over the edge. Yeah. With the Rockets, for me anyway, it just seems like James Harden doesn't have to. He just can. He just, yeah, he can, therefore he does. Right. That's the best form of this argument that I could mm-hmm. ever make. If I continue right. to speak, I'm going to make myself sound like more of a dumbass. So. <laughs> well, no, no, you definitely make a point in that regard. Uh I, like again, I was t- I was talking to you earlier about how like on first take today, like they were talking about Kevin Durant or James Harden, and Stephen A. was going in about James Harden. He doesn't care about y'all. He just just give me the ball and get out the way. I'll score. Yep. I'll get us. I'll get us some points. It doesn't matter how. So yeah, like you can you can enter that into the same conversation between Harden and Luca in this regard because like you know, Luca, 
he does what he does, but it seems like he does it because it's what's best for the team. Yeah. Harden does what he does. And, like, yeah, you can say it's it's what's best for the Rockets, but, like, he doesn't need 40 a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it's very rare that you need to score 40 points on a nightly basis for your team to succeed. If that's the case, then, well, you you probably need to get off the team. Yeah, like, let's, let's keep it a buck. But um, and th- this kind of segues uh, perfectly into like talking about how like this is a potential like this is what people will be considering as a downside to James Harden. This is what everybody has always said and praised LeBron James for is mm-hmm. that as opposed to James Harden's philosophy of giving the ball get the hell out the way. Yeah, the, the new Kobe. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, LeBron actively gets everybody involved at least he has historically yeah and he's always elevated the team he's been on and people have said that for years and they've always been right some people didn't want to admit it mm-hmm. uh, definitely no i didn't want to admit it when he was going against my celtics but the reality is that's well, what yeah. he did yeah and and the like it just it seems like it's it's possible that the same thing is happening in la i don't watch enough los angeles lakers games to know well, right. But I would assume that given his history, that's essentially what's happening here. Well, I mean, again, I haven't been able to like watch as many games because, you know, it's cool. Yeah. But uh, for me, I think he's like he's been doing his best job to like run the offense through Anthony Davis. And as the point guard, he gets well, I mean, he's LeBron. He was going to do this regardless. But, you know, he's he's done a really great job in doing in doing that. Um, but he's also, you know, been very productive on both ends of the floor, which he hasn't been to the highest level of his capabilities in past seasons. And, uh, yeah, he's just doing his regular thing, passing out to open shooters, uh, getting other guys involved, making sure he still gets his, and just, you know, uh, keeping everybody engaged in doing that. With a guy, an offensive player like James Harden, it's kind of just like just making sure we get the points. It Like, you know, I'll do it myself. Yeah. If you want it done right, do it yourself. LeBron's kind of guy is like, no, nah, we in this together. Let's let's do this. But there's nothing particularly wrong with either way if it if it works for your team. Yeah, and I, ironically, Luca is making that argument better than James Harden is in my in my opinion. Like that's debatable, but yeah. <laughs> again, I'm I'm a little, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, no, like, it's, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, again, like this is why we have these conversations. Right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you and me, we're just we're just regular people. We're not these people who, like, spend all their time on Twitter just posting stats and be like, see, this guy's better. But, you know, I could not be one of those people. I just couldn't. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to break from uh, this sort of conversation because mostly because I don't have a segue to get to Giannis without saying MVP, Giannis. But mm-hmm. uh, Giannis. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's been the MVP so far. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, he's just... Like I think he's averaging damn near triple a thirty point triple double himself. So, but that and like the Bucks have won thirteen straight games. Like everyone was talking about how the, how great the Lakers have been, and they do deserve their their credit, right? Mm-hmm. You can talk about the schedule. You can talk about everything there is. They won the games. Yeah, they won the games. They did what they had to do, right? Because if they had lost some of the games that they probably should have, we would get on them. You like see, but they lost to some weak teams. So that's reason to be concerned. They haven't. They've won, and they've won through and through. They're they they're three games off of being undefeated. So, and they've won their last ten games. All right. So they've won ten straight. So yes, give them their credit. They're being led by a really, really, really great duo. 
of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Giannis, with all due respect to Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton and Matthews, whose first name I forgot. Sorry about that. Uh, Wesley Matthews, thank you. That was killing me. Uh, <laughs> and and the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks, but Giannis is by and large far and away the better the best player on this team, and he's playing like he's going to repeat MVP this year, mm. right? He doesn't have a superstar with him. He didn't have it last year, and the team got conceivably worse after losing Malcolm Brogdon, and it's almost and it's looking like they haven't missed a beat, right? They they have I think the same record as the Lakers. They're three games off of being undefeated. They deserve a lot of credit, but Giannis especially, mm-hmm. right? So that's why thus far, league MVP in my opinion, back to back. Well, damn. So, they, uh, just to sort of cap it off because there's not really much to say after that, mm-hmm. but to see if we could like cap off uh, this sort of MVP conversation and then move on because we've already spent the last thirty minutes on it. Um, if I were to pick an order, it would be Giannis as MVP. Mm-hmm. It would be damn close between Luca and James or LeBron um, for second place, and mm-hmm. then James Harden fourth. Uh, I I kind of copped out there just now about because I for, it's kind of hard to pick, and, and, oh, yeah. and again I haven't seen enough. Uh, Lakers games to see, but I, for me, it just like it's safe to assume that LeBron is balling. Oh yeah. Um, but and Luca is he? He just seems so impressive because it's like you don't expect it. He's a newer face in the league, mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third. Yeah. So, but to say that, like, I can say Giannis is my first place pick, right? Because of all the reasons you just described, and that and that's easy to do. And it's mm-hmm. become easy to not give LeBron the pick. Well, yeah, but like, and it's not that he hasn't deserved it. Like, there are some years he didn't win it where I feel like, okay, he probably should have got it this time. Like yeah. 2015, most especially, that was the year he came back to Cleveland. Cleveland won like 53 games. They didn't. They didn't. He didn't get it. Steph got it. It was like, eh. I mean, most people argue James Harden should have got it that year, and he probably should have. But meh. Just saying, like, you know, LeBron, like, for a guy who's been as great as he is, arguably the greatest of all time, he only has four MVPs, and the last one he won was in 2013. So, kind of weird. Yeah, just a little bit. But, anyway, my my, my, my point is, is Should that, have been unanimous. But whatever. Yeah. Like, we, this is a, a symptom of us taking, uh, admittedly, taking the greatness of LeBron James for granted a little bit. Yeah. Because it, for anybody to be this good for this long... Mm-hmm. Is damn impressive. It is, but it is. You you almost become not numb to it, but you're just like, okay, yeah, well, LeBron's great. Yeah, he's great every year. So what's what's new? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, Luca I mean, is new, and that's why. Yeah. And well, Giannis is less new, but still as impressive. Yeah. And so that's why he's like the number one, and then all the reasons you described about the team he's on and all that. Yeah. So that's why, if somebody told me that their list was Giannis, Luca, hard. Uh, LeBron and then James Harden, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, for me personally, uh, I gotta have it at Giannis first. I'm gonna put Harden in second, Luca third, and LeBron in fourth. But a very close fourth. The only reason why because the three guys I have ahead of them don't have Anthony Davis as mm-hmm. a teammate. 
and Anthony Davis, who right now is probably the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, and in his own right could be an MVP candidate. So, yeah. Right. And, you know, speaking of other guys who can enter the MVP uh, conversation, if the Jazz get back into it, Donovan Mitchell can enter the conversation. He he wouldn't have a great chance of winning it, but I think he could be in there. Um, I'm going to say this. But it's going to sound kind of weird. Kemba Walker. <laughs> My because guy. the Celtics keep winning. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I mean, they're second right now. Yeah. Um, they've lost like three games, I think it was, or something like that. No, yeah. they probably lost more than that, but still. And while much like the Miami Heat, you can say it's more about just them being a great team rather than one guy standing out. But it's yep. just like, hey, man, look, if they keep at this pace, they, they, they win – about 60 games like he's he's not gonna win but like just enter the conversation just for a little bit you know yeah. uh, and on that note Jimmy Butler the Heat so yeah just a couple other guys who I think could possibly potentially enter the conversation yeah Um. I mean if we make a list of 10 then yeah yeah but people like to get right to it like you were saying earlier like when we first started this uh, conversation like it just it just so happens to be the case that we kind of like we want to like rush through it. Yeah. We were 20 and some change games into the season. Yeah. It, it's entirely too damn early to be talking about MVP. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it anyway. So yeah. let's just do it. Yeah. Last one, I'd be remiss if I, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people would come for me if I didn't say this, given where we live, Pascal Siakam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Talk about standouts. Like, yeah. 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 This, this guy is, uh, I mean, look, yes, he, you, you can make an argument uh, for him being MVP. You would probably lose that argument to most people, but, yeah. but you can make the case. Mm-hmm. There is an award that he probably would have an easier time winning. Um, most people could probably guess what that is, but we'll we'll get to that uh, a little bit later on. Um, for the time being, uh, just I kind of wanted to j- jump off because we had we we talked about team construction a little bit. 